explanation showed it to be flimsy black, possibly lace. She was standing in front of some lettering, but I didn't have time to pay attention to that because the bowler was running in at the nursery end. In between balls, there were murmurs from the crowd who by now were paying as much attention to the lady on the roof as they were to the game. Keith McKenzie, our producer-director, said into my earpiece, With all that noise, I'm going to have to show what's going on if uh, nothing happens next ball. I said, OK, but I can't see anything from this angle, and then made a comment about the quick single that had been taken. Keith cut to the roof across the road, and there she was, looking different now on the screen from the way she did to the very naked eye. The lady, clad in black fishnet stockings and with a thick piece of string across her frontage, was draped over a well-lettered, well-planned and painted sign advertising vodka. It proclaimed... Fiona Vladivar loves Richie Benno. I said, and just think, that's only her mother. <laughs> they always blame me for bad light, don't they? <laughs> it's always that dicky bird. They don't realise there's another umpire with me. It's always mean. I always remember in a test match at Old Trafford, England were playing Australia. And Australia were batting and England were fielding. And we all came off the field, the, all the players and the two umpires, and we were walking up the members' enclosure to the dressing rooms at Old Trafford. There was a Lancashire member at the top of the members' enclosure. He'd had so much to drink he couldn't stand. <laughs> he said, you're here again, bird, you're here again. So every time you come to Old Trafford, you're always bringing them off. Surely it's not bad light, sun's shining. I said, no, sir, it's lunchtime. <laughs> I have been around a long time, and it's interesting how sometimes one's recognised, how sometimes one isn't. Oh, about 20 years ago, coming back from Australia, our aeroplane stopped to Bahrain, and I walked up and down the transit lounge you know, to get a bit of exercise, and an Englishman came up to me and said, I think I recognise you, don't I? I said, oh, probably, and reached my pen, thought he was going to ask for an autograph. He said, yes, tell me, he said, did you ever drive a bus in Watford? <laughs> I said, no, he said, dead spit of a chap who did, and walked away. <laughs> and then, oh, about two years ago, in St John's Wood, where I live, I went to our cleaners, and there was a new, I suppose she was a holiday relief, a new lady behind the counter. So I said, oh, please, will you clean these trousers? She said, certainly, Mr Johnston. I said, very clever of you to recognise me. Oh, she said, I recognise your voice before you even spoke, if you weren't that part of <laughs> And talking of stopping off, I always fly straight back. If I go to Australia anywhere, I don't stop off anywhere for a day's rest or anything. But when I was in Australia last time, we had a married couple with us. They decided to have three days in Bangkok on the way back, you see. So they had two very pleasant days. The last day, the wife said, I'm going shopping. You go and amuse yourself. So he thought, oh, good idea. <laughs> so he went to the hotel port and got the address for a massage parlour. Went and knocked on the door, and a little Thai girl came and said, what can I do for you? He said, like a massage. She said, certainly, sir. He said, how much will it be? She said, $1,000. Oh, he said, can't afford $1,000. $200 the most I can afford. She said, sorry, $1,000 our price. You better go somewhere else. Well, he didn't bother. He went window shopping, went to pick his wife up at the appointed time. They were walking back to the hotel, went down the street, came this Thai girl. Looked at his wife, said, there, I'll see what you get for $200. <laughs> I was in India in the winter for two of the test matches. It's a very strange country. Do you know, I still don't know whether they drive on the left or the right. 
they steer very well, even round the cows lying in the middle of the road. But it's a very frightening place. And, of course, the food, very tricky. But they've got a new dish, especially for Englishmen. It's called boycott curry. You still get the runs, but more slowly. <laughs> Arthur Mitchell and Maurice Leyland work superbly in harness together as the Yorkshire County Cricket Club coaches. Yet, as individuals, they were as dissimilar as Hurston Roads before them. Both were magnificent coaches, but they achieved their results in different ways. There is no doubt, however, that they were both characters in the most colourful sense of the word. Maurice had a lovely, gentle sense of humour. Once, batting in a test at Lord's, he was comprehensively bowled by a delivery which knocked two stumps out of the ground. As he turned to walk back to the pavilion, he glanced down at the stumps and, on impulse...